You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. There's a new catfish in the wild. WikiLeaks throws shade by dumping umbrage from Vault 7. Germany braces for hacking from Russia, China, and Iran, especially from Russia. Google kicks an unwelcome intercept tool out of the Play Store. WhatsApp scammers fish for banking credentials. Business disruption kills small businesses in ransomware attacks. Facebook makes a plea for culture change. And there are enough anti-drone products out there to make Wiley Coyote max out his Acme loyalty card. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Thursday, July 27, 2017. Remember catfishing? Remember Robin Sage, the security expert who never was, but who nonetheless attracted friends and job offers from within the U.S. Defense Department and the industry that surrounds it? She was a demonstration catfish, but now she has some counterparts in the wild. Dell SecureWorks Counter Threat Unit presented their findings on one Mia Ash, a 20-something fictitious persona who purports to be a photographer based in London. She's also supposed to be an amateur model who's into social media and tech-savvy guys with ties to the oil and gas industry, as ThreatPost puts it. Mia is an elaborately curated catfish run by the threat group Cobalt Gypsy, a.k.a. Oil Rig TG2889 or Twisted Kitten. Cobalt Gypsy is thought to be operating on behalf of the Iranian government. Its targets are governments, telecommunications infrastructure, defense companies, oil companies, and financial service outfits in the Middle East and North Africa. Mia Ash is being used to troll for connections in the oil and gas industries. The operation's goal is to infect the marks with puppy-rat malware in a cyber espionage play. So if you're bored out there on your production platform, sorry to rain on your parade, petroleum engineers, but Mia's not really interested in you because, well, there's no Mia. WikiLeaks has dropped more documents from its Vault 7. This week, it's the Umbridge Component Library, UCL, a collection of publicly available exploits scouted, WikiLeaks says, by Raytheon under a CIA contract between November 2014 and September 2015. The tools described in the UCL include Embassy Panda's keylogging rat, the Samurai Panda version of the NF-log rat, surveillance malware Reagan, command and control arranger Hammer Toss, and the information-stealing Trojan Gamker. These are, for the most part, thought to be state tools. The pandas are believed to belong to China, and Hammer Toss is thought to be Russian. But WikiLeaks offers a sinister, if not fully convincing, spin. Why would the agency be interested if not to repurpose these tools for its own attacks? We can imagine a few reasons. Security, counterintelligence, threat profiling, situational awareness all come to mind. But WikiLeaks is not in the business of looking on the sunny side of Langley. German elections are scheduled for September, and that country's authorities are determined to conduct them without interference, 
especially Russia's interference. German officials warn that Russia is interested in elections, China is interested in intellectual property, and Iran is interested in many things. The German government has established a command center and beefed up security capabilities to deal with an elevated level of threat, expected to continue to rise at least through September's elections. Google has discovered and blocked a new strain of Android malware, Lipitzon, a very highly targeted surveillance tool believed to have been produced by the Israeli firm Equus Technologies. The discovery came during an investigation into Chrisayor, spyware attributed to another Israeli lawful intercept shop, NSO Group. Lipitzon has been expelled from the Play Store and is remediated by Google Protect. Phishing continues to plague Internet users. There's a WhatsApp scam running in which hoods send an official-looking email telling the mark that their trial of WhatsApp is almost over and they need to pay if they want continued service. Needless to say, the mark is directed to a plausible-looking portal where they're asked to enter banking information. Ransomware is found to kill small businesses through disruption, not extortion payments. It's the inability to do business at all that proves lethal, not losses connected to paying off the criminals. You've probably heard the term security by obscurity, counting on the fact that you're too small or uninteresting for the bad guys or gals to bother with you. Neil Feather is president of website security company SiteLock, and he says relying on security by obscurity is asking for trouble. More than 80% of attacks are targeted at businesses with fewer than 100 employees. A lot of the attacks that get the, the major kind of publicity tend to be against large organizations, you know, think Sony, Target, Home Depot, those kinds of things. Um, but what folks don't realize is that even the smallest business has data, uh, website traffic, and, you know, other kind of resources that are of value to cyber criminals. And so they really view small businesses at times as the low-hanging fruit um, that they're able to, you know, take advantage of out there on the Internet. Let's explore that some. Uh, what kinds of stuff would they be after f- from a small business? You know, they, they tend to be after anything from uh, traffic, like website traffic. So, you know, even if you have a small business website, um, you have visitors that are coming to your site. And if a hacker is able to, you know, take those visitors and redirect them to a malicious uh, location or, you know, some other kind of site, a, a phishing site, for example, where they're able to get user credentials, usernames and passwords, they can use that information for subsequent attacks against those visitors. Beyond that, um, you know, every every website also has a certain value for search engine optimization. And a lot of, quote unquote, gray hat search engine optimization is hacking links to third-party websites into otherwise legitimate websites to help boost the SEO of the the third-party website, and hackers are getting paid to insert links into other people's sites. So those are just a couple of the things that, you know, every website has access to that hackers would be interested in for financial gain. And you all make the point that uh, quite often even uh, folks who've had their websites hacked may not even know it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, one of the things that, that we notice is a lot of times uh, website owners will come to us only after they've been told by a visitor or a search engine or an antivirus provider that something happened with their website. What is unfortunate about that is, you know, there's been some damage done there both to their reputation and to, to the website. So, you know, one thing that 
criminals have gotten really good at is hiding the fact that they've hacked a website. So, you know, they really don't want to be caught, right? So the longer they're able to continue to siphon off traffic, siphon off data, that means the more money they're going to make. So they do a good job of hiding themselves from the website owner, either through disguising their code or, you know, making sure that they only show the malicious information one time to each user or other techniques that really help them, you know, kind of live in the shadows of your website. And, you know, you really need to to work with experts to make sure that you're applying the right type of product to the right type of, you know, infrastructure asset that you have. So if you have a website, you really want website security. Whereas if you're trying to protect a a PC or an endpoint, you know, you really want something that's tailor-made for that. So it's really important for, you know, small businesses to be working with experts in, in the various different security fields. That's Neil Feather from SiteLock. A presentation at Black Hat by two researchers, one from ZeroFox, the other from RIT, suggests that academic training for cybersecurity is misaligned with the job market because it's misaligned with the realities in the wild. Thus, they conclude, traditional academic programs and certifications continue to fall short. They see a hermetic system and say, academia really traditionally encourages people to stay within academia and not get out and learn new things and come back. In his Black Hat address, Facebook's security chief made a strong pitch for more empathy in the security profession. Only this, he suggests, is likely to produce much-needed change, particularly in opening the industry to those who've previously felt excluded or marginalized. He stressed that recruiting is one thing, retention quite another, and that companies should work to keep the talent they bring in. The Game of Drones at Black Hat, it's like Game of Thrones, but you got that right, just trying to be helpful here. Well, it showed that stopping drone incursions is harder than it looks. Security firm Bishop Fox has taken a look at the anti-drone market and found lots of stuff that looks as if Rube Goldberg and Heath Robinson had been retrained by the Acme company as engineering consultants. They've seen jammers, bazookas that shoot nets, other drones that go up and dogfight the intruding drones, and so on. Bishop Fox notes cautiously that many of these may be illegal in certain jurisdictions, especially the jammers. The authorities might have fewer problems with your bazooka than with your attempts at meconning an unwelcome drone. So get smart and lawyer up before you take matters into your own hands. We're sure there's some Second Amendment jurisprudence on this waiting to be litigated in the U.S., right, counselors? Or just get in touch with Wiley Coyote. He is, after all, a super genius. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? 
With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Joining me once again is Ben Yellen. He's a senior law and policy analyst at the University of Maryland Center for Health and Homeland Security. Ben, welcome back. Uh, we had an article come by from the Star Tribune. Uh, and once again, we find ourselves uh, talking about a case that involves child pornography. In this case, the FBI is investigating a Minnesota man uh, after he took his computer into the Geek Squad and uh, they turned him in. So every time that you go to the Geek Squad, when you are consenting to service, you sign a piece of paper that says that they discover any illegal illicit material on your device, that they have the right to send it to law enforcement. So it's pretty clear uh, based on that and based on the principle that when you bring anything into the public sphere, when you submit any of your information to a third party, you are forfeiting your reasonable expectation of privacy in that information. The particular issue here is that there were allegations that the FBI was paying the Geek Squad to detect information from an individual's computer and use that in a law enforcement investigation. And that could potentially run afoul with the Fourth Amendment's uh, prohibition on illegal searches and seizures, particularly when they're using this forensic software program. In one of the, the instances in a different case, an image was found, was located on the drive's unallocated space. Uh, and that's a place that contains deleted data. So it would be difficult to prove, for example, that somebody knowingly possessed that data. And that presents Fourth Amendment issues because you don't have probable cause that someone actually has child pornography, yet you're doing the search uh, regardless. So this is a, a, the difference between, say, the Geek Squad folks happening upon something and actively seeking it out? Yeah, exactly. So when the Geek Squad stumbles upon it in the course of their technological repair work, that's one thing. When it's a coordinated effort between the FBI and the Geek Squad, when they're working together to figure out how to search an individual's computer, it you start to almost get into issues of entrapment. Is this just a backdoor way of doing a search that runs afoul of our Fourth Amendment principles where you actually have to have a reason, probable cause, to search somebody's private information? If it's in plain view, I think somebody who had child pornography on their computer is going to be completely out of luck. But if it's the FBI using the Geek Squad and using their information security knowledge about how to extract information that's not in plain view on one's computer, then we start to uh, run afoul of Fourth Amendment principles. And so just to be clear, this uh, this is an allegation. It, is not, uh, it has not been established uh, that this is actually what was going on, correct? Yeah, so neither the Geek Squad nor the FBI has, has confirmed this relationship, although uh, I think one of the parties admitted that there has been a similar relationship in the past. I think somebody from the Geek Squad, while they say we don't work for the FBI, he acknowledged that 
supervisors have received payments for the FBI in years past, but those Geek Squad employees were summarily dismissed um, because it's against company policy. So uh, those employees were not employed when this latest case uh, came to light. We'll keep an eye on it. As always, Ben Yellen, thanks for joining us. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey, all, Rick here. At N2K Cyberwire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to share your feedback now.